broken window garden. Broken window garden. Live improvised. Live improvised. Sound clips live. <laughs> Good evening. It's Friday. Well, Saturday, August twelfth, two thousand twenty-three, twelve o two a.m. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Broken Window Garden. Let's get started. You have to fail a little, die a little, go insane a little to come out the other side. Someday, someday my dream will come. One night you'll wake up and you'll discover it never happened. It's all turned around on you. It never will. Suddenly you are old. Didn't happen. It never will because you were never going to do it anyway. You're pushing into memory to zone out in your buckle lounger, being hypnotized by daytime TV for the rest of your life.
so I think, okay, so if we're going to talk about punishment, let's think about, can we think about alternate models? Can we think about what restorative justice in various places would mean? And can we think about taking it seriously? out to the victim and the victim um, was extremely unhappy that the case had been diverted. She actually knew a little bit about diversion because she worked for a law enforcement uh, type entity and um, was adamant that she had been out of pocket $4,000 in costs because of this car and uh, 
wanted to see $4,000. And so in meeting with the young person and his, and his family, his mother is undocumented, working multiple jobs. They were living in, in, in the most, um, in, 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 a, in, in the kinds of poverty that we just shouldn't have in the United States with so many other people's children living with them just to have a place to eat. And I knew that this mother and this young man were not coming up with $4,000. And so uh, the person I was training at the time asked me, so are we going to send the case back? Because there's no way this woman's getting what she wants. So I go back to her and I say, would you have any interest in doing this even if $4,000 might not be the outcome? Would you? Would, is there some other reason to do this? And she brought a friend with her that day. And he said, I want us to, I would really love for you to move forward. And she said, I... Yeah, I, would, I just want to meet with this kid and tell him that what he did wasn't okay. And, and her friend said, I really, really like to meet with this young man too. And so on the day of the conference, um, it was very powerful. Her supporter, the person who would come with her, um, at one point as the, the youth who'd stolen the car uh, couldn't remember what color the car was. And it became evident that he'd stolen many cars. And the victim is getting angrier and angrier and you're never going to learn your lesson. And at this point, um, her friend leans in and he says, I know you. And my heart stopped because I was like, oh, we usually research these things better. And I had no idea there was a pre-existing relationship between these two uh, parties. And, and he says, I know you because I used to be you. And he proceeds to tell the most powerful story about how he himself got caught up in stealing cars and it derailed his life and how he got his life back on track. And... It was as if the rest of the room disappeared, and this young man, and um, and and uh, this this man who turned his life around, engage in a dialogue about how does one turn one's life around. And, and he says, you know, you just you have to stop hanging out with your homies uh, in the way that you used to, but don't cut them out of your don't come out of your heart. Just don't include them in every aspect of your life. So you show up for the baptism, but you don't stay for the after party, right? And you always say, I gotta get to work, and they respect that. So, so what makes you happy? What do you, what do you believe in you know, about yourself? Or what are you good at? And the kid puffs up and he says, you know, I'm a really good artist. And his mother starts laughing. And she says, you can't pay this woman back $4,000 with your art. And just then the victim jumps in and she says, oh, yes, he can. Yes, he can, actually. Uh, she was so moved by this dialogue, right? And she says, um, if he paints me a Tinkerbell as tall as I am, it's like, Five, she's about five feet tall. As tall as I am, I'll forgive all the debt. And, and we're all looking at each other like a Tinkerbell. And so did she say Tinkerbell? So I start taking notes and she's describing the exact Tinkerbell and what color the Tinkerbell needed to be. And just, it had to be an old school one without too much cleavage. So she's very particular about the Tinkerbell. And the kid is really excited, but he's also like, I don't know how I would canvas and did it and what she's describing. And I'm like, well, find you a community an artist person who will help you with this. And so I was thinking of my friend Evan, who I knew would definitely be interested in doing this. And, um, and so uh, ultimately the young man does uh, paint this. He just, within a few weeks, he, he got a job, uh, raised enough money for all the art supplies. He wanted to do it himself. Um, painted the most amazing rendition of Tinkerbell on canvas and the victim asked him to bring it to her home and help him install it, you know? And um, and then he ended up getting involved with other community art projects and actually getting involved with the program um, at Community Works where he had, had been involved in this case, you know? And just 
uh, helping out other kids who'd gotten in trouble. So his life turned around completely, and he stayed out of trouble um, consistently after that. And and the Tinkerbell was really beautiful. But I think what's really when people ask what do victims want, you know, it's different in every case. And I always think you never know. It might be Tinkerbell. Like you have no idea what is going to leave a crime victim satisfied. So. Some people might say, oh, that's soft on crime. He stole a car and he gets to paint something. But if that's what the victim wanted and that's what keeps him out of trouble for the rest of his life, then we should be really happy about Tinkerbell.
not prepared enough. People are going to find out that I don't know what I'm doing and I've been running some charade all these years. And then I cry. I don't throw up. A lot of people throw up. I have a strong stomach. And then I pull myself together. And that's what I do for the rest of the night. That's my routine. make the best of it. Improvise, adapt to the environment, Darwin, shit happens, I Ching, whatever, man, we gotta roll with it. If you don't make some changes quickly, there will be some serious consequences. Another weekend where Dave came over to my place and there was gorgeous weather and I couldn't get her to go outside. I can't get her to go outside. It sucks. What if you like throw money at the situation? I'll buy us an amazing sushi picnic or something. I could do that. I just, I wish it didn't always cost money. But that you could be like, that's the only thing I'll spend money. You could be like, you're on your own for fucking dinner unless we go outside somewhere together. <laughs> Threaten. Ooh. I've never threatened to have them make garden here. I would have to have a clean kitchen. Yeah. You'd be like, the kitchen's clean and there's some stuff in the fridge. Some basic stuff in the fridge. Or I will buy us amazing picnic of whatever kind they want. That we will outside sit together and eat. Your call. You're full, you're full of brilliant ideas. Well, I just know teaching eighth grade how to give ultimatums to teenagers <laughs> to get them to do their homework in my case but yeah. all right i'll try that I'll try that
He told me that there was stuck energy. Stuck energy. It was time. It was time to break that up. And my relationship with mediocrity. And my relationship. My relationship with mediocrity. My relationship with my relationship. My relationship with me. My relationship. My relationship. My my relationship. My relationship with me. My relationship. Now it was time to now it was time to break that up. They project onto you their flaws. They don't like about themselves, their lives.
need to put this behind you, start fresh, and move on. It's not that easy for me. It's not that easy for me. It's not that easy for me. And that's it. Take care, everybody. Thank you.